Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Professional Sports Talk podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jack Murphy. I've got a very special episode for you guys because I have two guest stars. If they want to introduce themselves now, um, Cole Eckler, Reese Bigelow. So we're going to be going over how we think some teams are going to be doing. We looked at the schedule for 16 teams across four different conferences. And we're going to compare what we think their records are going to be. And we're going to start with the AFC East. So we're going to be doing the AFC East, the NFC South, the AFC West, and the NFC West. So hopefully we can get back to the rest of the games another time. It just took a long time, a lot longer than I thought it would, going over every single team's record. Um, we're going to start with the AFC East, like I said, so let's just go straight into the Patriots. And let's start with the records, and then we'll talk about specific matchups and where we differ and where we see similar, and how we think every team is going to play out, and yeah, further narratives. So let's start with the Patriots. I'll say I have them going 9-8. and eight. I also have the Patriots going 9-8. and eight. I have the Patriots going 8-9. and nine. And there's the one discrepancy is... So I've been splitting with Miami. What do you have them going with Miami? I've been splitting too. I've been losing week seventeen. I've been winning week seventeen, losing the opener. Okay, so Miami. I have the opposite. And I also have uh, split games between Miami and Patriots. And then you guys, I'm assuming. What about this? Is a this could be an interesting game. Cincinnati. I'm looking at Cincinnati week. What did that be? Sixteen. What do you guys have in that game? I have the Bengals winning that one, but I think it's going to be a close one. Yeah, Me I, too. I, have the I, I have the Patriots losing in Cincinnati. I just think Patriots don't have enough talent, like especially this year. They spent so much money in free agency, and I think a lot of those free agents aren't really playing the way they want them to. Um, I'm worried about the Patriots not being able to keep up with teams with like high offenses just purely because like their weapons. Um, I want to trust Bill Belichick, but knowing they made a couple reaches in this year's draft and knowing that Cincy's secondary should be better... I don't really like that matchup there. I feel like since he's going one way, and the Patriots are kind of trending another way. I think as long as Bill Belichick's the coach, they're going to be a solid team. But I think with losing J.C. Jackson in the offseason, not picking up any major weapons on offense, they're going to be pretty average. Yeah, I'd agree. Season. I'd agree. I could agree with that as well. And then what about a game like, I'm looking at something like Cleveland, because obviously we don't know what's going on with Deshaun Watson. Uh, that game is in week, what would that be? Week like six. That's week six. Um, so he could be back by then if he gets suspended at all. It really, like, we really don't know what's going on there. It doesn't sound like he's going to get tried as a criminal. It sounds like most of the cases have gone to the civil court, but that doesn't mean that the NFL can't implement their own rules, even if he's never in prison. Um, so that's like one of the teams that's very hard to judge. If you can hear a cat meowing, that's Meep. Um, he's trying to make an appearance, but... What do you guys think about Cleveland? How were you evaluating them as you saw them pop up on other teams' schedule? Because obviously we didn't do the AFC North today, but they popped up a lot. Um, how were you guys evaluating them as a um, team? I have I have the Patriots winning that game. Yeah, I do too. Um, but Cleveland, they just resigned Clowney a couple days ago. Yeah. Um, but they did lose Jarvis, so that's why I have the Patriots winning. They lost some firepower, but... And Deshaun Watson's kind of a throw-up. Yeah, Deshaun Watson's like, who the hell knows what's going to go on there. Yeah, I made it with the assumption that Watson's going to be out through eight weeks. So, in that case, if he's not playing week six against the Pats, I think the Patriots take that one because I don't think Brissett is going to be able to do too much in that matchup. But if Watson's playing, they definitely take that. Okay, let's let's hit two more games here before we move on to the next team. I want to talk about Buffalo really quickly. Do you guys have Buffalo sweeping them? Because I do. Uh, I think they probably, I mean, I'm I losing. 
I have the Patriots yeah. losing week 18. I have them beating them at home against Buffalo. Like, realistically. So you have them splitting. Yeah, I have them splitting. I think I'm, Buffalo has a good chance of winning both games, but for some reason, I feel like they'll split that series. What about I, Miami? Before, um, wait, before Miami, I, I think Josh Allen is going to have, like, an MVP season. Yeah, I, I, I so, want to say that. So too. Josh Allen's only going to get better. Um, I mean, Patriots beat them last year, but, like, that was... Was that like Fluke a game? Yeah, yeah, that uh, was like the fifty mile an hour to hour game with so, like three throws. By with that being job. said, and the Bills had a great draft, so yeah, they did. So I have, I do have the Bills sweeping that. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I'm changing my, I'm changing my pick. I have the Bills sweeping. Okay, so I just don't you think guys both have made in that. Yeah, I don't think the, have nine Yeah, I don't think the Patriots offense will be able to keep up with the Bills in that game. I think the Bills defense made some strides too. And I'm still not sold on Mac Jones as a quarterback. Really? I, think I mean, he's... yeah, he had a great season, but like, I want to see. His, uh, second year jump. Yeah, that's, that's what fair. I want to. He's, he's I don't solid because because Herbert he just had a great have... rookie season, but like what solidified Herbert as a great quarterback was that second yeah. year. Yeah, no, you know? that's fair. I just I'm worried about Max ceiling. Like I feel like he's a really solid floor guy, and like Belichick knows how to use those guys really well. But I'm worried that he's capped and like how like a Kirk Cousins. Or yeah, like, yeah. Like uh, he doesn't have that like extra ability. He doesn't have like a crazy arm. He's not like stupid athletic. He can't really get out of. He's the type of guy that, like, he can manage an offense really well, but when everything goes bad, you're not going to be able to, like, improvise with him, if you know what I, I mean. mean. Also, he doesn't have, like, a weapon. He doesn't have a Stephon Diggs. No, like. definitely not. So, yeah. I mean. I think Josh Allen is, like, miles ahead of where Mac Jones is. Yeah. As of right now, especially. And, yeah. and the offensive firepower, especially with them adding, like, James Cook. They still have Diggs. They got Davis. Like, they have a stacked offense. They got yeah. Crowder, too, in the offseason. Yeah. And it's, like, quarterback's way better. Offensive firepower's way Firepower is way better. They added some good pieces on defense. Um, yeah, I think Bills win that. Okay, and then before we move on from the Patriots, let's talk about them playing Miami twice. Where do you guys have them against Miami? Because I have them splitting. I have them losing week one and then coming back and winning week seven. I have them losing week one just because I think Belichick's going to scheme up in the second appearance. Yeah. But I, it's notorious that Miami is the kryptonite of the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. What about you? Yeah, I, exact same. I've yeah. been splitting that series. All right. Perfect. So we're all in agreement there. Let's move on to let's go to Buffalo because we all have pretty similar situations going on. A lot of us, some of us are a little higher <laughs> than others. Um, I had to readjust because I initially had them going seventeen and zero with full full disclosure <laughs> to the audience. Um, but I have them going fifteen and two. What do you guys have going? I'm going thirteen and four. I had to switch things around. I was a little bit too high on them, but. A more realistic take for me is a 13 and 4. That's record. how I felt. I felt like I had to change a couple games just to be a little more honest with myself. Yeah, I've got 15 and 2. So you have them losing against two teams. What two teams do you have them losing against? I'm losing week 17 against Cincinnati. Okay, and me too. I have them dropping week 4 at Baltimore. Oh, I have the exact same ones. Uh, we, we didn't even. <laughs> we're not too different. Yeah, though. no. So I have the exact same ones. I only have them losing to those two teams in the AFC North. Who do you have them losing I to? Have, I have them losing to Tennessee. Ooh. Just because Ooh, week two. Just because I think Derrick Henry is going to have a crazy game, and I want to see Malik Willis get put into some schemes closer to the uh, goal line. That you know, I would love I think, to see I them think if Malik, they do that. I think Malik will be in those type of schemes. It might be hard to guard. I hope they find a way to do like maybe the, some option plays with yeah, Malik and Henry. Yeah. It's, I don't know. That'd be fun. Well, also, I know these teams hate each other because I think last year was the year, it was that game where Derrick went for like two hundred and a couple touchdowns. I think that was last year. Buffalo, Buffalo they they played each other a few years in a row now. Because the year before last was when he had that stiff arm on Norman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also have Baltimore beating Buffalo. Yeah, 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're all feeling like pretty similar about it. But I mean, I have a stretch there where they don't lose a game for what is that? Ten weeks? One, two, <laughs> three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven weeks straight. I don't have them losing a game. I was the same way, but I switched Minnesota. You have them to Minnesota. I had Minnesota winning you know that that's game in Buffalo, right? Yep. Man. They don't have a terribly difficult schedule. But I think there's no, a, there's don't. a game like like week eleven. I have them beating Cleveland, but like if Watson's back, that that could easily yeah, be a close game. That could definitely be close. Like with they, the with the weapons and the pieces on Cleveland, like they could honestly be a legitimate contender if Watson can actually play. I mean, they got Cooper. They have solid weapons. They're stacked on defense. Like yeah. that could easily be a game Buffalo drops, but I still think Buffalo is a better team. So what do you guys have with uh, the? Con- Let's go to the conference play really quickly. Do you guys have um, them sweeping Miami? Because I do. Yeah. I, I have them sweeping yeah. the conference. I have them sweeping the entire conference yeah. as well, actually. Now I, now I look at that. Do you have them losing a conference game? Wow. So, yeah, Buffalo Bills, AFC East champions. You heard it here first. Let's move on to the Miami Dolphins because we've seen a lot of turnover in their whole-ass roster. A lot of additions, a lot of new talent. Um, obviously, two of the fastest receivers in the league now between Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, and then they got a left tackle into Ron Armstead. Obviously, a lot is riding on Tua and how he plays, so that's going to be reflective in how we think they perform. I'm assuming, and like you know, their record and all that. So we'll see. Um, I have them going eight and nine. What about you guys? I also have eight and nine. I think they're talent wise, are a lot better than eight and nine team, but I just haven't seen enough from Tua yet. Yeah, that's... I have them going eight and nine as well. Okay, so we're all in agreement there. Um, let's start with. How do you guys have them starting the year? Because they do have a kind of brutal schedule to start the year. I noticed they go Patriots, Baltimore, Buffalo, Cincinnati. How do you guys have that split working out? I, I got them going one and three in the first four weeks. I've been winning the opener, just at home against New England. Um, and I'm dropping to Baltimore, Bills, and Cincy. I have them going one and four through the Bengals. Yeah, so we, we have the same we have the same uh, idea there. What about, I was looking at a game like Minnesota. Uh, mostly because Minnesota is kind of like known as that team that's just like stable. I feel like we know what we get with Minnesota. Obviously, week to week, they have their ups and downs, but I feel like we really know that roster. There's not a whole lot of turnover. Whereas Miami's, this again, a team that's just bringing in a ton of new players. And on paper, they're really goddamn talented, but I think Tua's just so limited in his ceiling. I think Minnesota's going to win that game. What do you guys have there? I have Minnesota taking that one as well. Yeah. I have Miami winning that game. Okay. I think it, I think it's close. I mean, both teams have a lot of talent. I think there's more offensive firepower on the Dolphins. Obviously, two is limited. I think Kirk Cousins is at this point in time a far better quarterback. But I like the pieces on Miami's defense. I like Holland last year. Um, I like Wilkins. They have a few good players. I think they could take that game. It's like you have guys like Waddle and Hill. That with that firepower, you should be able to win games against solid teams, not great teams, solid teams. I wish I wrote where that game was. Because I feel like that matters a lot. It's very, it's at home. It's it's Dolphins have it at home, yeah. Yeah, shit, Miami. So I think that could be a factor too. Game. I mean, I feel like with the experience on Minnesota, like they probably should win that game. But I think for some reason I have Miami winning. No, that's fair. Yeah, they have a lot of talent. That's fair. What about? Um, I'm looking later on the schedule. How do you guys see it playing out? Because at the end of the year, uh, this is week. What would this be? Week 18 through. One, two, three, four, five, two, I have them. 13. I have them. After Houston, they play San Francisco, the Chargers, Buffalo, Green Bay, New England, and then finish the year at the Jets. 
I have them finishing the year going five and one. What do you guys have in that stretch? I have the same thing. I have them dropping every game. That's a tough, tough last stretch. And then I have them beating the Jets last yeah. game of the season. The exact same thing. I have the only one going to the Jets. Yeah. No, that's because honestly, like I started this off. They start with a W and then three straight L's. And then after that, I have them winning seven games in a row before they drop five in a row. So you have them beating Cleveland? I do. No, I'm no. losing to Cleveland. Gotcha. Yeah. But I have them beating Minnesota, the Jets, Pittsburgh, Detroit, Chicago, and then Houston. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a point in the middle of their schedule there where they could pick up a lot of momentum. And who knows? Maybe if they keep it going, they could find a way to steal one from San Francisco. Obviously, that coaching staff knows each other very well. Mike McDaniel coming from San Francisco. But, I mean, I just really can't ever take them over the Chargers, Buffalo, and Green Bay right now. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I could see him. I could see him sweep the Patriots potentially. I don't like the matchup with seventeen that. at New England because that. that's gonna be winter. That's yeah. gonna be a winter matchup, right? Yeah, it, yeah, definitely. But I mean, at the same time, with McDaniel as your head coach, you could have a run-heavy team. You have um, Moser. You have uh, who are the other running backs they added? They got Moser and they just they got, got Sony Michelle. Really? Yeah, they did. Sony Michelle. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, They've got a committee down there. They, they still, do. They have Chase still have Edmonds, Ahmed. No. They still they have yeah they have Chase Edmonds. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I mean. Even if games. it is a winter game, I think Duke England, Johnson's still there. They could still, they could definitely Duke. win that game. Yeah. So I mean, we could see, we could see maybe nine, ten, ten wins potentially. But what would you say, like, because again, this is like a team that I feel like there's so much up in the air. What would you see this team ceiling as? What, what's the best case scenario? How many twelve games and five? Twelve and I, five. I think any more than that is kind of just a stretch because then it's in would, the same category as the Bills. And I was I gonna say, I was gonna say like eleven and six. I, I have eleven games. Eleven, 11 I think eleven. Is probably I think the their floor is best probably, case scenario. I think their floor is probably like seven. Yeah, I would agree. So right. Like I said, I have them eight and nine, but they could pick up like against the 49ers, You have Trey Lance is such a question mark right now, and then the New England game too. Yeah, he's a big up dub there. So, all right, so that's Buffalo, that's New England, that's Miami. Now let's go to the Jets. This team that has been reshaping themselves all off season. Every Jets fan is very thrilled with what they've been doing. I can't blame them. I mean, they they killed it in the fucking draft. We can all agree they killed their draft. Um, Sauce Gardner, probably the best corner in the draft. Garrett Wilson, arguably the best receiver. Jermaine Johnson, who was falling like crazy, they picked him up. Brees Hall, arguably the best running back, just in terms of pure, like, obviously not the most valuable position. You can value running backs however you want. But just from a pure talent standpoint, he is a monster. He was my favorite running back, if it's not Kenneth Walker. Um... But I just don't know if it's going to matter. I, I still th- I'm worried that this team is too young. I'm worried that this coach is just too inexperienced. I need to see, I need to see more before I just buy in and believe it as much as I want to, um, because I do think it'd be really fun if the Jets were better than how I have them going. But I have them at the end of the day. I'm going three and fourteen. As shitty as that sounds, I'm a Debbie Downer. So what do you guys have? I'm going one and sixteen, but I have a lot of I have, I have a lot of question marks that are just fifty fifty. And if those fifty fifty games hit, then I have them win five games. Okay, so I was on the fence for five of them. What what, what were we on the fence for? for Pittsburgh. Leave that. Yeah. Um, fair. Minnesota, Detroit, Jacksonville, and Seattle. Yeah, no, that, that, those are all fair. Those are all like very fair. I think like, so what what would you say like? But for, the solidified win for that would be Chicago, and I think Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. So you have them winning against Chicago. Winning but against Chicago. What, what's the difference between them and the Jags then? Why do you have the Jags beating them? I just like Trevor Lawrence as a quarterback, and he has more weapons than Fields right now. He just picked up Kirk Cousins. Wilson. Or not. Uh, Wilson, Christian Wilson. Kirk. No, no, no. But you said Fields. No, I'm talking Taylor about Chicago. Game. Chicago. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Um, 
Christian Kirk going over to Jacksonville. They just got Evan Ingram. Um, he has more firepower on offense than Chicago. So I think Jacksonville could win that one. I don't know how much, I mean, other than uh, Christian Kirk, who do they have receiver-wise? I know they got, like, Evan Ingram. Jacksonville? Yeah. Who do they have? Like, they, lost, they lost Kirk. Um, Zay Jones. They don't have, Kirk. I mean, realistically, Kirk's average. He's above average receiver. He's nothing great. He's not, like, a Is true wide receiver one. I mean, maybe. He's, he's playing with Kyler, too. ETN. He was playing with a pretty damn good quarterback. Um, ETN's good, except he hasn't played in the NFL yet. Yeah. Um, Ingram, also a big question mark. Bears did not do too much to help Fields. You got Mooney, who I think could be really solid, but other than that, they also don't have too much firepower. But I think I have the Jags winning that game, or the Jets winning that game, because I think um, I think they have more pieces on defense as of right now, especially through the draft with Gardner and Johnson. So what what record did you have them at? Um, I had three and fourteen. Three and fourteen as well. So you have them beating. I'm guessing Chicago, Jacksonville, Seattle. Yeah, yeah. I have the exact same, and they're gonna get swept by their entire conference. In my mm-hmm. opinion, I don't think they're gonna find a way to beat New England or Miami or Buffalo. And then other than that, I mean, it's brutal. They play the AFC North. They play Green Bay in there. Like, they play Denver at one point. Like, it, it's a brutal schedule. I think Detroit's a better team than them right now. Um, it's not easy going if you're a Jets fan. So we apologize to each and, one, each and every single one of you guys. Let's move to a beloved conference by us and especially Cole here. Let's go to the AFC West. Find the pages. Let's start with let's start with Denver. Why not? I uh, I'll say right off the bat, I'm not nearly as high. Overrated. I, I'll say right now they're overrated. Okay. Well, so what do you have them going? I have them going eight and nine. I also have them going eight and nine. I have eleven and six. I, mean, I have I have a weird. I'm biased towards the Chargers. I have them going thirteen and four, but I have a three way tie for second with eleven and six for the rest of the division. Even with Russell Wilson coming in, he's that he's not going to change that whole program around. Yeah, I, he still I, needs to build um, a receiving corp. I agree. I as much as much I as agree. I want the Broncos to not be good, I think Wilson is just such a significant upgrade over Bridgewater and Locke. And as far as receiving goes, they had injuries last year, but they have Judy, they have Cortland Sutton, they have Hamler's pretty solid, they have Tim Patrick, and then like as far as running backs go, you have Melvin Gordon, you have uh, what am I spacing on his name? Yeah, you're kind of like selling me a little bit. They have so many. Javante Williams was beast last they have year. So many weapons. Good line. You look at the defense. You have uh, Sertan, Darby, right? I like their secondary a lot. You have Chubb, Kareem Jackson, all those dudes. You have Chubb. Added. I don't love their front seven. I like that they added DJ Jones. Bradley Chubb can't stay healthy. They got though. Gregory, who also can't really stay healthy. Yeah, and also Randy Gregory is one of those guys that it feels like they just like overcompensated for because of his age. Yeah, I just think like well, he's twenty nine now, and I feel like he had he had a really good year last year. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like there was a lot going right on that Dallas defense that made him have that good year. Um, so I just think they're gonna struggle a little bit, especially stopping the run. They still don't really have like a true Mike linebacker. Um, so those are the hesitations that I have about them. I also think people forget that like, like the perfect model is literally we've seen this the last two years. The year before last, Tom went into Tampa Bay. He ended up bringing his team to a Super Bowl in his first year. Matthew Stafford, first year brings the Rams to a Super Bowl. I mean, you feel like you could see something, see something like similar happen to here in, in Seattle. But I just think there was so much going right in those two scenarios that I feel like. Also, we Brady c- came into an offensive line that was already built, and they drafted Werfs that year. 
Yeah, and no, so, but even then, think about it. They went into their bye. They were seven and five. Like they were barely treading above five hundred. They peaked at the right time. The similar thing happened to the Rams. The Rams weren't playing their best football. They were like barely losing games or barely winning games in the fourth quarter. Like that Baltimore game right at the end of the season when Baltimore was all beat up. And then the Rams just happened to catch fire right at the right time. They beat San Francisco for the first time that entire season in the NFC Championship game. They didn't have to meet teams like Green Bay. Um, I just think a lot went right for him, and I don't really see something similar here happening in Denver. It also, it just depends on injuries. Judy's been out. Bradley Chubb's been out. Yeah, I'm worried so, about Chubb, for sure. It, it kind of reminds me of the Panthers, honestly. They have a lot of weapons, but they just can't stay out. Yeah. My, my biggest concern, you have new head coach there. Obviously, new quarterback. New, system. new head coach, yeah. new quarterback. You're going to have to learn the playbook. You're going to have to implement a new playbook for the entire team. That's the difference with like a Stafford situation. He goes and plays with McVay, who's one of the best coaches in the league. Or you yeah. have Brady go and play with Arians, who's also yeah. an established head coach. Absolutely. That's the biggest question mark for me is the that's head a, coach situation. That's a really good point. I like Hackett, but it's like we've never seen him. He was the offensive coordinator for a team with an offensive-minded head coach. Yeah. It's like we don't know how much he actually did. No, that that's, that's actually a great point. Brady going to Arians and then Stafford going to sean mcveigh that's a really good point so obviously this is an extremely competitive conference as it is the afc west is fucking loaded um so let's look at some of the conference play first i have them i'm gonna look at uh where's the other vegas game i haven't been swept by vegas how do you guys have them playing out against vegas i've been splitting every single every, <laughs> every single okay. division yeah game. so that's how it's a three-way tie. i have yeah. them getting swept by vegas as well okay yeah and then do you have them getting swept by kansas city because I do. I do as well. Once again, I have them split. And then, what about the Chargers? Because I have them split with the Chargers. That's the only team I have them split with. And the Chargers, I have the Chargers taking both of them. Yeah. So. I think Justin Herbert and split, the Chargers. I have it split just because the Chargers always manage to drop one. I mean, we dropped one last year against that's, that's why against Bridgewater yeah. early in the season, who's not nearly as good as Wilson. Obviously, the Chargers added a lot of players, but it's just for some reason, like, we cannot sweep the Broncos or any team in the division for that matter. And, uh, but also... But the Chargers added Khalil. No, Mack. I know. I, I think they, they should, but I'm just saying I just I, I need to see it first. No, I, mean, I completely agree with I mean, it's hard thing. not to say the Chargers will win at least 13 games. Yeah. No, it is hard. I think that's a fair statement. Yeah, no, that is fair. I mean, well, that's also fair because in a second I'll tell you what my record was for the Chargers. And all... You said you had the Raiders sweeping the Broncos, yeah? Yeah. I don't think the thing there is they have a strong rushing attack. I don't think the Raiders have a good run defense. That's a good point. You, they added to do like Chano Jones, who's a great pass rusher, but he's, he's he a terrible run defender. Yeah, he can't they don't have many good linebackers at all. No, that that's that's so like you have a threat at quarterback now, and you have Javante, and you have Melvin Gordon. I just feel like going back to your point of like there's so much turnover. Denver is so different than it was last year. Yeah, the Raiders have a ton of new pieces, but like their core, their base is still like there. If that makes sense, and like. Josh McDaniels, obviously it's a new head coach. Like he's gonna implement a lot of what Derek Carr is really good at, and like obviously that's any coach's like best case scenario. But I just think like having a new quarterback and a new head coach in Denver is just a little too much turnover. Whereas the Raiders only have one of those two things. You know what I mean? And like their yeah, quarterback is still in the building there, and now he's getting a weapon that is arguably the best in the league. Mm-hmm. So not agreeing. I think the Raiders, especially Derek Carr of the years, it's like he's been severely underrated. Yeah. Which hurts to say as like a Chargers fan, but like who's his wide receiver one then? He had Henry yeah. Ruggs 
to Henry Ruggs' incident. Like, never a true wide receiver one. He's a great deep threat. Yeah, that's that's true. But other than that, you had he's been throwing to Hunter Renfro, who's solid, not a wide receiver one. No. I mean, he has Waller, Waller. Who Waller. can't stay healthy. Or as far as last season, last couldn't stay healthy season. last season. I mean, that's I mean, a wide receiver one, but that's your tight end. Waller and Devontae. Yeah, but that's together. like saying Kelsey's not Mahomes' is number one target, though. Well, he is now. He, I, I'd say Tyreek debatably was before, but that's also just a completely different situation. And but yeah, Kelsey now have, doesn't miss any game. But now you have now you have the best receiver in the league in Devontae. You have top three, top four tight end. Yeah. When healthy with Waller. And then you have like one of the best slot receivers yeah. in Renfro. Yeah. You have a solid rushing attack. Like The one thing that does concern me about Las Vegas, and I might be projecting a little too much hope into them because of this, um, and we'll talk about their record right after we're done with this one. Their O line's not that good. It's really not. There's not like one solid dude. And like they really struggled rushing the ball last year. And they and they drafted Leatherwood, which wasn't a great yeah. uh, pickup. <laughs> yeah. So that's like the one thing that does concern me a lot. And Denver, again, does have some dudes that can create some chaos up front. I think Nick Benito is a really good pickup for them in the draft. Um, he's a really underrated guy as far as he can't stop the run for shit, but he can, he can definitely rush the passer. He's a really solid on that defensive line. They added a guy like DJ Jones from San Francisco, really underrated defensive tackle. And then obviously Bradley Chubb is there. Um, we'll see. I mean, I just, this Vegas offensive line is the one weakness of their team, in my opinion, because I think their D-line is really good. Uh, linebackers isn't as valuable a position, and then their corners are still solid. Their secondary has a lot of really young, like, safeties to play some of that cover three zone they love to play. They have um, Casey Hayward still. No, Casey Hayward's in Atlanta. He's in Atlanta. Huh? Yeah, yeah. So, I think I think corners are their biggest. On defense, that's kind of a weakness. Yeah. They have Hobbs, who was solid last year. Hobbs was solid. Other than that, they have young talent, I guess. Rocky but... Sin. Oh, they did get him from the Colts. So yeah. he, he's solid. Yeah. I'd say corners are still kind of a question mark, but it's not terrible. Yeah. All right. And so that was the first one we talked about in that conference. So let's just go. Let's just talk about Vegas. We were just talking a bunch about Vegas. Let's go over to there. Um, I have um, I have a lot of faith in Vegas this year. I think the Raiders fans are going to be very excited to hear me say I have them going 12-5. and five. I have them going 11-6. and six. I have an 11 and 6 too. So let's start with some games that I think we had some differences on. What did you guys have them go week three at Tennessee? Just right off the bat. What did you guys have them there? I had them losing to Tennessee. I thought. I don't take in the Tennessee game. Yeah, I have them winning that game as well. Um, we'll talk about Tennessee later. But let's also look at so some of this conference games. Like I said, I already have them um, sweeping Denver. I have them splitting with the Chargers. And then. No, I have the Chargers sweeping them, actually. And then I have them splitting with Kansas City. What do you guys have there? I once again have a split for the entire division. Yeah. I think Chargers have a good shot. I think they should have swept the Raiders last year. Obviously, we lost that brutal last game of the season. Yeah, but, that, was, um, that was fucked. I think we're the better team. Or the Chargers are the better team. And then as far as that you Tennessee matchup goes, me. yeah, we. I think for the Titans game, too, I was going to say, I think... Derrick Henry's obviously just going to be a huge threat in that game. Your linebacker core is kind of weak. You have a good D-line, but if Tannehill's playing decent, they should be able to run the ball a lot with Henry. But I just don't see the pieces on Tennessee's defense to stop Derrick Carr and all the offense they have, or all, all the offensive weapons they have. I have them splitting games with Kansas City, but I actually have the Chargers taking both of them. Yeah, I do, I do as well. What about, let's, oh, uh, let's, so there's back-to-back LA games. They're going to play. Um, at home versus the Chargers, and then they're going to LA. What do you guys have them doing at that split right there? That's week. What would that be? Week fourteen and thirteen. 
Oh, I also just realized. I had them losing both games, and I think the Rams are going back to Vegas for that game. I think, I think, I don't know, the Rams are just, you know, just came off the Super Bowl. I think the Rams are taking that one along yeah, with the Chargers. I, I think so, too. Yeah, actually, just realized we have, I wrote down, I have the Chargers actually sweeping the Raiders. That's my only sweep okay. for the Chargers. So we all have the Chargers sweeping the Raiders. But, yeah, um... I think they match up really nicely. One game that's yeah, going to be interesting on that schedule is the Indianapolis game. That Okay, the yeah. Colts, so what I do you guys th- have there? I have the Colts winning that one, but I want to say they... I think the Colts might lose. I have the Colts winning that game too, but I, I think too. the Colts are an interesting matchup for any good team. You have a lot of young, solid pieces on defense, and then I think Matt Ryan is going to be a big upgrade over Carson Wentz. I think the Colts are ready to go. I think they're fucking good. They have a great line. You look at look at Matt, Matt Ryan last year. You had Calvin Ridley for like three games, yeah. and then his only weapon was like Pitts. you had Pitts, like Russell Gage. Did not have a great running attack. Did not have a good O line. Had a terrible defense. You're going. He's going into such a better situation. He's a veteran quarterback. Also, I, I Jonathan Colts, Taylor's good for Jonathan yeah. yards a game. Yeah, seriously. And that O line is a machine. Like, and the dude can O-line catch is, too. I mean, yeah. it's, it's scary offense. Yeah, and I also think Matt Ryan's a really good fit. Also, they killed their fucking draft, which we haven't even talked about yet. They really killed their draft between Alec Pierce. Um, they got Bernard Ryman, which I don't know how the hell he lasted to the third round. Uh, they got Nick Cross at safety from Maryland. They did a, a lot of really good things in the draft. Um, Jelani Woods, that freak of a tight end out of Virginia, uh, they did a lot of really good things. So we'll talk about Indianapolis, not in this episode, but in the future. Um, there was one more thing I wanted to say about Indianapolis, and that's that, to your point, I think Matt Ryan's just such a good fit in this offense. Like, he, he's going to know how to run this offense. It's going to be a lot of running the fuck out of the ball and just doing play action off of that and asking Matt not to turn the ball over. So let's get back to the AFC West, and let's talk about the Chargers. We've been talking about them a lot. I am very fucking high on the Chargers. I think I'm higher on the Chargers than both of you guys. I have them going 14-3. and three. And I've, I've division pretty yeah pretty well. I have thirteen and four, with a few toss up games. Yeah, and that's first in the division for you. Yeah, right? first in the division. Yep. I also have them going thirteen and four. Yeah, so we can all agree we think the Chargers are going to win the division. Um, you're hearing it here first, manifesting that shit. Let's go Bolts. Uh, shout out Austin Eckler. And I want and I want to say they sweep Kansas City, but I have Kansas City taking one. Yeah, I do but, too. But I don't know. I Kansas City without Tyreek is going to be weird and. Tyreek Hill played a huge role in that win at home for the he Chargers. Did. He did. So, you know. I think, yeah, I think the Chiefs will always be good with Mahomes as a quarterback. But when you look at their talent on offense and defense, especially defense compared to the rest of the division, I think they could be in for a long season. They, they could have troubles. They just lost Matthew. I, they I just, just, Matthew, I just so. think the Chargers defense is so fucking good now. And it's like, it's so and also good. just look at look at the I Chiefs mean, what's, defense what's too. The weakest, yeah. What's like, the weakest point of the Chargers right now? Linebacker. Linebacker. And that's not even that valuable position. Yeah, but because we we also don't utilize too I mean, many linebackers in no, yeah, this game. Your 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 best linebacker this year, as weird as it sounds, is probably going to be Derwin James. Yeah, I mean he's everywhere. Yeah. He's every position basically. But he's, we got we got um we got Van Noy. We got uh, a. Van Noy. Yeah. I wish we kept Kaiser White, but um, we yeah, didn't. Kaiser White was solid. We got Van Noy, we got Drew Tranquil. Kenneth Murray was hurt last year, but he'll be solid. So I think I don't think that's a huge weakness, but as long as our defense and D-line stays healthy. Uh, I just think because you guys took uh, that safety JT Woods and you also had Nasir Adderley, I really think you guys are just going to keep those two guys high and literally keep Derwin in the box like 24-7. Because he's basically like, 
the, the general on that field. Like, he is constantly, like, adjusting plays and telling guys, other guys what to do, telling them their assignments. So I really think that they're going to try and keep him low by the line of scrimmage because that's where he does some of his best work between, like, rushing the passer, stopping the run, and then also just communicating to his teammates. I, I really think that's what they want to do. Derwin James is what Seattle thought they were getting out and of Jamal Adams. Adams. Exactly. No, it's it's a great way to put it. Yeah. That's – it's – they're so similar in that regard. I just think Derwin James is just a little bit better of an athlete, and he's obviously better in coverage. We've seen that for sure. Um, but to speak on the other defensive additions as well, I mean, yeah, you, you have no, Khalil exactly. Mack, who, if he stays healthy across from Joey Bosa, is just an absurd... And just the fact that you're saying across from Joey exactly. Bosa. Exactly. Like, it's like Joey Bosa's never had too great of help across no. from him. He's had solid numbers. Melvin Ingram's his best one. Exactly, and he was always on decline when he was on yeah. the Chargers. And then you have the same situation with Khalil Mack, who he was playing... Robert Quinn had a great season last year, but Khalil Mack was hurt like the entire season. Right. And then before that, did not have too much help across. Right. But now you've been playing, helping each other. It's like you can't double one of them and leave the other yeah. open. I've also heard some criticisms of people saying like, well, Khalil was beat up last year and he's like 30 years old. The dude is such a fucking monster when he's healthy. And I think giving up a second round pick when you're trying to make a push like this is so worth it. I mean, even Julius Peppers, really, he was he was old and he was still dominant. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, especially exactly. especially when you have a Bosa cross that takes off mm-hmm. so much pressure and just so much. He's not gonna have to work. I mean, always he's gonna be working hard, but he's not gonna have to put in nearly as much effort to get to the passer or to the quarterback. Absolutely, and honestly, that might contribute to him not getting injured. Exactly, he's exactly. not getting double teamed every play. Um, another, like also some other additions because I, I was talking to you about this two days ago. You guys got Bryce Callahan. He's one of the best slot corners in the league. That's my guy. I can't believe you got him. J.C. Jackson. I mean, the list just goes on and on. You guys have locked up Mike Williams for the future. Um, Austin Eckler coming back. Isaiah Spiller to get some carries off of Austin's back. Um, so hopefully he can just like stay healthy throughout the entire year because that's what we really want to see. Um, let's go to – let's talk about week 17 of their schedule really quick. L.A. versus L.A., Los Angeles Rams versus Los Angeles Chargers. Who would you guys have winning that game? I have that as one of the Chargers' four losses. Me too. Um, I think it will be a good game. Oh, no, I didn't. I'm lying. I had him winning. You had him winning? Yeah. yeah. I, I could easily see him winning that game. But it's just with the Rams coming off a Super Bowl win, I'll give them. I can't have the Chargers winning every game of the season. Yeah. But yeah. I think I, that's definitely a toss-up. Yeah, that's fair. What about um, – this was an interesting one. What about the final game of the year at Denver? I think it's a blowout Chargers win. I want to say that, but I think last game of the season, I think by then we're going to be 13-3. and three. We'll have a playoff spot secured, hopefully. And I think there's a chance we could pull starters. We always, for some reason, split games with Denver, especially. Um, I think we split that. We lose that game. Yeah, I also have you guys losing that game. But at that point, I have you guys at 14-2. and two. I think probably having the one seed locked up. So, again, could pull starters at halftime type deal. Have them losing that game. Last team of the AFC West, Kansas City Chiefs. What do you guys have them going? I'm going ten and seven. I, I think they're dropping six. off a little bit. Ten and yeah. seven and eleven and six. Eleven and six. I have them at twelve and five. So definitely still solid, but not good enough for first in the division because I just think the Chargers are going to be that good. Um, let's go to a revenge game first, right off the bat. I'm seeing at Cincinnati. What do you guys have at that game? I have Kansas City losing. That's week thirteen. Yeah. Yeah, I've got Kansas City losing that game, too. Really? Yeah. I, okay, I have Kansas City getting revenge. I have them winning. I think mostly because of the narrative. Mm-hmm. Mostly just because I think they're going to be so driven to not lose to them again, especially in Cincinnati. Um, but why Why do you think Cincinnati would win that game? Let's start with Reese. 
the receiving core is insane. It's absolutely insane. Best in the league. Um, they have Joe Burrow, and I, I, every time I hate on Joe Burrow, he just rebuttals everything. Yeah, that's facts. But Joe Mixon had a crazy season. No one really expected Joe Mixon to have that. Yeah. This so, and I mean, Kansas City lost again. Kansas City lost Tyreek, and I think that's a huge so impact. So you, you don't think they'll be able to keep up? I don't think they'll keep up. No. I think it's going to be a shootout. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, definitely. I would hope so. <laughs> I mean, what about you? Personally, my biggest issue with the Chiefs, obviously, the Tyreek Hill trade is a major loss at receiver. They got some good. They got Sky Moore. They got Juju. They have some solid receivers, but not a true wide receiver one. I agree. Obviously, they Kelsey. Don't, they don't have that like dynamite. Yeah, Kelsey's know? obviously your like security blanket. He's going to be solid every year until he retires. He's slow. I'd say maybe slowly regressing, even though he's still insanely good last year. But for me, their defense is a huge question mark. Like, they lost Matthew. Um, I, I don't know if I can name a single corner. They lost Traverius Ward to the Niners. Um, yeah, their corners so they are They have young corners, they have like right? like Mike Hughes and... Uh, yeah, no, they really don't have any corners. So in that game, especially when you have Jamar Chase, uh, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and you don't have too many great pieces on defense, that's why the Bengals take you. Yeah, that's fair. I think the, oh, Trent McDuffie. <laughs> true. The McDuffie pick is great. <laughs> yeah. um, I still think that defense is really suspect. Yeah, I, I agree with that. So they have a lot of really, really good games on their schedule, so let's just talk about them really quickly. Just list them off. Um, let's start with week three at Indianapolis. What do you guys have them winning that game? I do have that one. Uh, Kansas City win that one. I do too. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I think Indianapolis just might have a little growing pains to start. What about at Tampa Bay week four? Can't bet against Tom Brady. I have Tom Brady winning that one. I do too. I have them taking that game, but now okay. that I kind of just convinced myself talking about the defense. I think they might drop that now, but... For some reason, I feel like four weeks in, Brady took a few weeks off during this offseason, retired for a quick moment, came back. <laughs> I don't know how much of an impact that'll make. They still have good... AB obviously is doing his thing. They still have Chris Godden. They still have Mike Evans. Is Chris Godden going to be healthy at the start of the season, Dina? Uh, I'm not sure. If Godden doesn't play that game, I'd say the Chiefs take it, but I'm kind of convinced myself otherwise, and I think Bucks probably win that Bucks game. Bucks win that game. What about... Let's go to Buffalo. Right there, week seven, six. What do you guys have with that one? I actually have them losing to Las Vegas before Buffalo, and I have them losing to Buffalo. Okay, yeah, I'm going to be in Vegas, but losing to Buffalo. Yeah, I got the same. I, I just think Buffalo is by far my favorite. Not my, not my favorite team, but I just think they're the most complete team I, yeah. in the league this year. I think Buffalo is going to be... I also just think, again, I think some of it has to do with that emotional, like, they're just going to set the world on fire. They've been in the AFC Championship game twice in a row. They've got continuity with your quarterback, with your coaches. Yeah. You've got an amazingly stacked offense. You've got Davis, Davis, added Crowder. You just added Cook, as who's going to be a great running back. Yeah. And then you have backups, Singletary, Moss. I think Breed is still there. Not like it really matters too much. But then you just added uh, Elon on defense. That's your... CB2 now. You have Trey White. You have a great defense. Yeah, no. Elam as a replacement for Levi Wallace, who was a solid corner, don't get me wrong, is just such a pitch, like perfect fit. Perfect. With how much Elam played man-to-man at Florida, I just think it's really a good fit. Um, I also think it's funny that you can go four guys deep on the Bills running back depth chart. That's impressive. Yeah. Um, what about the Rams? They play at the Rams. Or no, they play at home against the Rams. I have them losing to the Rams. Yeah, I have them losing that game, too. So, we all have them losing to the Rams. That's I just think there's... Obviously, that Rams defense is just insanely stacked. Yeah. And then you have, like I said, so many question marks on the Chiefs defense and an amazing Rams offense. Yeah. I think the Rams take that. And then... So, what about the series with Las Vegas? 
I'm curious about that one. I'd split everything. Split them. Except yeah. I had the Chargers beating the I'd, Raiders. I'd have split as well. All right. Yeah, I'd split. So let's move on to the next conference. Let's go to the NFC South, and we can talk about... Let's let's do let's do uh, Reese's Panthers last because that's gonna be a good talking. Some point. let's go discrepancies. With, yeah. Let's start with Atlanta. Yeah, I was just about to. Let's do let's do Atlanta. Um, right off the bat, I think Atlanta's gonna be fucking trash. Uh, obviously, I've only done half the league so far, but I think they are. They, that's this is my worst record so far out of all them we predicted. I've have them going two and fifteen. I've been going three and fourteen. Yeah, I have two and fifteen. I think they're being god awful this year. But they um, are going in the right direction. I'll say that. With the draft, I like the pieces I, adding. I Quarterback is such a huge question mark right now. I think Marietta could be solid. Ritter's. Do you think Ritter's going to play a snap this year? Uh, I think I think they're gonna be so bad that like mid to end of the season they're gonna have to give Ritter some shots. Like I think I think Ritter's gonna come in and be the starter. I, I week truly, one. I truly believe Ritter is on that level. I think as I a rookie, think so. I think as a rookie they're gonna roll with the guy with experience and Marietta. He's not necessarily going to be great. He did well, decent to well, in packages with the Raiders last year. Yeah, but those did. are also packages. Yeah, you don't have film. When you're in a package play... I think he threw two passes last year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Every time he would be... Especially in the Chargers games, it's like... I thought he was going to run it. He ran it. Yeah. It's like they got good yards most of the time. But it's like no one's scheming for Mariota last season. Yeah. It's like now with film on him, I think a few weeks in, he could easily get replaced. Yeah. I also think people kind of forget Mariota wasn't absolutely awful. In Tennessee, he I mean, just, he brought Tennessee to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, he just wasn't great, and I think there's still some things you can like there. I mean, he's six four, two twenty. He's fast. He's got a decent arm. It's not great. DeRidders probably has a stronger arm, but I mean, uh, to your point, there's experience there. I don't think Ritter's gonna get a snap this season because purely because I don't think Atlanta's expecting anything out of this season. I don't think they care if they start the year fucking what I'm starting like two and six. Like I, I don't think it matters. The only thing I disagree with you there is I think with how I'm going tune 15, I think as far as with your fan base, you get to like week 10, 11, maybe you've won two games. You get to like week 13 or the 14, week 14 by, you've won two games. Yeah. It's like, and also at that point, if you're in contention, there's fan pressure for sure. The point I have too, I think my strongest point is if you're in contention for a top three pick and you take a quarterback in the what, second or third round? Third. Third. You, you kind of have to see what you have in him. Because if you're, that's a quarterback that you like, and you're in a position to draft that's a quarterback in next really year's draft, point. and you're losing almost every single game, you yeah. probably want to see what you have in Ritter. That's actually a really good point. So then at least you'd know, like, exactly. oh, do we go for a guy like Stroud, or could Ritter be our guy? Yeah, I, I think... But then you're kind of in a Davis Mills situation, where it's like, what do we do? True. But then you give him one year. Like, yeah. I think Mills was solved last year. You give him this year. If they're bad, they yeah. win two, three games. You have top pick. I think with the with the weapons they have too, you have Pitts and you have London. It's also different two. with Mills though because there was no quarterback that they were going to take third overall, and they, they weren't going to do that. Yeah, honestly, and he had no expectations either. Yeah, but I think with the like with the weapons you have on the offense, you have Pitts and you have London. Those are two possession receivers. Yeah. Those are big receivers. They give you a little bit of room for error. Like I think either Catch quarterback exactly. Huge. I think either quarterback could find some success in the offense, but I still think the Atlanta Falcons are going to be a horrible team. Yeah, I completely agree. I have them losing. Like ten games in a row to close the year. Who do you guys have them beating? I have them beating Carolina week ten. I yeah. think Carolina's gonna take the first one and lose uh, week ten. So I've got that flipped, but same idea. What about you? I've got that flipped, and I've them beating Seattle week three. Yeah, me too. Who who else do you have them beating? Right? I have them beating Pittsburgh. Also another Ooh. young younger team Ooh. trying to rebuild. Um, 
But I think I think Atlanta will shock some games. I don't know. I don't think anything solidified. Obviously, I do think Atlanta's going in like a good direction. I don't think Drake London was a bad pick for him by any means. Um, I didn't love it. I wanted him to take Jameson Williams there just because again they're not playing for shit this year. You might as well just take the guy who has a higher ceiling. Um, but Drake London's still a really goddamn good receiver. I thought Arnold Ebby Kitty, whatever you say his name, was a good pick. Um, Desmond Raiders a good pick. I'm pretty Troy sure. Troy Anderson. Pretty I, sure they got Troy Anderson. Yeah. I th- I think he's gonna win Defensive Rookie of the Year. Woo! I think he's that good. I think <laughs> I think I, I think he, on paper, he looks like Luke Kuechly. You heard it here. Troy Anderson, Defensive Rookie of the Year. Check those odds. I bet they're like ten thousand to one. Yeah, I also think. As far as setting themselves up for the future, I do like the Jameson pick if they would have taken Jameson, but I think they want to see what they have in Mariota and Ritter. Especially yeah. like at the time they didn't know they had Ritter, but they want to give Mariota a fighting chance. They signed him obviously for the year. It's like if he goes in with a is receiver, it a one year? Do you know? I think it's either one or two. Yeah, it's, but it's like you're gonna give him a fair chance. And yeah. It's like if he only had Pitts as his only receiver or his only tight end, I guess whatever you want to say. Receiver. It's like yeah, receiver basically. But that's just like with no true rushing threat. I mean, you're not putting him in a winning situation at all. But also, like, as far as the future goes, you have Pitts, you have London, you have Ridley coming back the next season. That's a stacked receiving court. That is a good receiving court. And if you want to get a quarterback, if you're terrible this year, you can get a quarterback next year if you want. You have a great – they'll go into a great situation. It's also notable that Atlanta has accepted the uh, highest dead cap figure in league history. Trading Matt Ryan – do you know how much their dead cap was? Trading Matt Ryan to the Colts? They have $40 million in dead cap next year that they're just not doing anything. They're paying Matt Ryan $40 million to not be on their team, and they only got a third-round pick. So that's kind of crazy to me. Um, I'm really surprised they didn't get more from Matt Ryan, especially from the Colts' point of view, when you're looking that you gave up Carson Wentz for two-thirds and you only gave up half that to get Matt Ryan. That's really good ownership and GM um, mentality. But anyways... Let's move on to the care. Actually, no. Let's let's do Carolina Panthers last. Let's, let's go on to New Orleans. Yeah, let's go to New Orleans. Let's go to New Orleans. I have them going nine and eight. I'm Overrated, <laughs> three and ten. Three, I, I wait, have, wait, say that again. Or three and fourteen. Sorry. Three and fourteen. Three and fourteen. Yeah, I have nine and eight too. So Reese has the New Orleans Saints going three and fourteen. I mean, what's special about them? <laughs> so a lot. I'll I give you. I'll I, give you my argument or not. I think first off, defense is stacked. Yeah. I you agree. have you have guys like I mean they added who Marcus May in yeah. the season. Solid. You added um, Matthew. 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 I Jarvis, forgot about that first Landry. off. Yeah, that's offense. But um, why am I spacing on the corner? Marshawn uh, Lattimore. Marshawn Lattimore. You have uh, who's their edge rusher? Cam Cam Jordan. Cam Jordan and Marcus Davenport. Was you have great pieces year. on defense. You have a de- defensive minded head coach. You Don't forget to the, to Mario Davis. Exactly. You flipped to the offense. Who did Jameis have a receiver last year? He had no one. He had Marcus Callaway. Yeah. Michael Thomas was hurt the whole season. Traquan Smith. Kamara had some injuries. Exactly. Now this season, you got hopefully Michael Thomas. You got Olave, right? Yeah. You got Landry. Landry. So that's a great receiving core. You have yeah. Kamara who's hopefully healthy. Uh, you have a solid O-line. Jameis can hopefully stay healthy too. The O-line's I think a little worse, I would say. Especially losing Toronto. I'm hurts. They did get... um. But they got Penny. <laughs> they got, yeah, they got Penny who I didn't love. Yeah. But I mean, that's... He's big. He'll be like he'll he's probably gone, be, he'll gone. he'll be fine. He has yeah. good he has good uh, attributes. Yeah. But I, I think they'll be pretty solid. Yeah, I agree. Um, so who are who are the three teams you have a meeting? Um, I just moved some things around, but um, I had them beating Atlanta. I had them beating Seattle, and it's- I had them beating. Baltimore. So did you? What the fuck? Yeah. So you only have them winning three games, and one of them happens to be Baltimore. Yep. 
Dude. But I did just switch it around, so I think they're going to trade off with Carolina. I originally had them Carolina sweeping, and I had Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh's going to lose, so I think do you have, Nola's going to take that one. Do you have Nola sweeping so, the so Falcons? You have, you have them winning five games now. Uh, upgraded five and 12. Do you, do you, have, them sweeping, still, do you have them sweeping the Falcons? Uh, no. No. Jesus, man. Okay, because I was going to say, you had the Falcons beat Pittsburgh, and then you have them losing to Pittsburgh, right? The Saints. Jesus, man. Okay, that's kind of nuts. So you obviously have Tampa sweeping in. Yeah. You have them losing to Minnesota. Yeah. You have them losing to Arizona. Yep. Jesus. I mean, I don't. I, I, I'll need to see it to believe it. I don't think they do have a pretty difficult schedule. Uh, I'll give them that. Yeah, they do. But I just feel like I don't know. Losing Sean Payton fucking sucks. But I just feel like their defense is really going to be special. No, I would agree. And I, 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 Jameis has to be like if he just stays healthy, they they have to be better. They they were nine and eight last year. Yeah, I mean Jameis is solid with no weapons. And until they that Tampa beats them, they're gonna beat Tampa at least one of those games. I think. I think they beat them week two. Yeah, me too. So I mean, yeah, we we're we probably have like very similar uh, results, Cole, because we both have them going nine and eight. Mm-hmm. Um, that leaves them like basically right on the brink of playoff contention. It'll be interesting to see if they make the playoffs, but I need to do the rest of the NFC to see. Yeah, where I they think go. they have a shot in that. NFC. I think I think they do too. The NFC is really weak, like really. And like weak. we were, we were saying, they had a shot at making the playoffs last year, and that was with Jameis being injured. If San Francisco didn't win against exactly, the Rams exactly. week eighteen, they would have made the playoffs. They had a great shot last year yeah. with a much worse team and Jameis being hurt. Yeah. So I think they have a great shot to make the playoffs. Yeah. All right, let's move on to Tampa. Tampa Bay. Again, we'll do the Panthers last in this conference. Um, I have Tampa Bay absolutely steamrolling fucking everybody. I'll just say that right off the bat. I initially had them going 16-1. and one. Um, I ended up switching one of them. I gave Cincinnati the dub over them. Um, and then New Orleans, I have them sneaking a win off of Tampa as well. Other than that, though, I mean, it's it's dubs all the way around. I think they're going to whoop ass. Um, what do you guys have them going? I have them going 15-2. and two. I'm going 13-4. Yeah, I got 13-4, too. Yeah, so we're all very high on them. I want to highlight a couple games here. Uh, very first, at New Orleans Week 2, what do you guys have there? I've been lost. Yeah, me too. Tampa Bay is going to destroy. Uh, New Orleans, no. 9-0 last year, man. Yeah, quick edit. Actually, I got 14-3. and uh, I'm taking the KC game Week 4. Perfect. Perfect. And then what about – do you have one in that game? I have Kansas City uh, – Winning that one, yeah. Yeah. Um, what about what about the? Ooh, this is an interesting one. What about okay? What about Cincinnati? I already said I have them. I, I think just... Cincinnati's gonna win. Yeah, me too. What week is that? That's uh, week 15. fifteen. Yeah. Uh, I got the Bucks that game. I think it'll be a shootout most likely. Yeah, I agree. What about the Rams? Rams. I have Tampa winning that one. I got the Rams winning. I have Tampa winning that one, but that's also another pick where I'm 50-50. And that's, no, no, that, you look at the playoff game last absolutely. year. Absolutely, that's such a toss-up. I, I only I only have the Buccaneers winning because they have had some trouble against the Rams in the past, and I think that Brady's just going to take that personally. I think he's just too. He's he's just too much of a, of a competitive dude. <laughs> All right. Panthers. Last team. Carolina Panthers. Last team in the NFC South, more specifically. Carolina Panthers. 
I'm going three and fourteen. Yeah, I have three and three and fourteen as well. <laughs> Reese hates I have, me. I have them going eight and nine, but I could see where they're coming from. And I'm only okay. I'm only putting eight and nine for the audience. Reese is a Panthers fan. I am a Panther fan, but I only have eight and nine just because I want to see McCaffrey healthy. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I you, still you were, you were, that. yeah, you were making the schedule under the impression or under the expectation that we're hope healthy. that McCaffrey's healthy, which exactly. obviously is makes a huge difference. Exactly. And and last. New Orleans last year, we absolutely destroyed New Orleans. Week three, Carolina's taken that one. You guys split New Orleans though last year. You didn't beat them twice, right? We did not beat them twice, yeah. but that's but the we second were healthy. Game, did you, did you lose to Trevor Simeon though in yes. the second game? Yes, they did. That's like I mean, <laughs> I don't have anything else to say. Like, but, but we also had to start PJ Walker in that game. We didn't have right. McCaffrey. So, I fair, mean, fair. that's, that's I not a both, fair both, judgment. Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know for sure either, but, I mean, both teams are obviously missing a lot of pieces. So, eight and nine, list the eight teams you haven't beaten. Um, I have them beating Cleveland. Yeah, without Deshaun. That, that, that's, Week that's, one. That makes sense. You know, I have them going 4-0 and in the first four weeks. So, you haven't beaten the, the Giants. So, to be clear, that's... Cleveland, Cle- Giants, yeah. New Orleans, and Arizona. In Arizona, Arizona Giants, and Cleveland, honestly, you can make arguments for. Especially because yep. your team likes to start hot. Yep. And then I, I have... I, I think we're going to go four and three for the f- first seven weeks. And I think that's very doable. On paper, it's very doable. What about at Atlanta, week eight? At Atlanta, I think we win that one. And I think we lose at home. Uh, I have us losing to Cincinnati. Yeah. Losing to Denver. Losing to Baltimore. Losing uh, to Detroit. Yeah. And I have splitting games with Tampa Bay just because it makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> but I no. think we're going to get absolutely killed. But Yeah, no, I don't think you guys have a shot against Tampa. I have you guys getting sweeped against uh, the division and then splitting with Atlanta. But I do want to see J.C. Horn have a breakout year. I do think J.C. JC Horn excuse me, is going to have a good year. Um, I mean, we, just, we had a great draft as well. I... It's hard not to be excited have, for the Panthers. They have great pieces on defense, especially. There's a few pieces on offense. You have DJ Moore. You have McCaffrey. You still, I mean, Anderson's not great, but the biggest question mark is still obviously the quarterback situation. Yeah. yeah. And just like Atlanta, when your quarterback is so up in the air, I think Donald could be okay. I think Mariota could be okay, but it's like at the end of the day, I also think their schedule is pretty fucked. Yeah, it's pretty hard, and a lot of the teams they're playing have established quarterbacks, and in that case, um, you can't make you can make arguments for a lot of games, but. Like, I, it's hard to have high expectations. Yeah, like, you can make an argument. Like, there's a reason why. You're, you're not insane for saying you guys could go 8-9. and nine. Like, talent-wise, like, you could beat Cleveland Week 1. Deshaun's not there. You could beat the Giants. You could beat Arizona. You could beat Atlanta twice. You could beat Seattle. You could beat Pittsburgh. You could beat Detroit. Also, we just built around McCaffrey a little bit. We just upgraded our line. Um, which the, O-line the, is, the O-line is significantly upgraded. And I'm hoping that Sam Darnold cannot have as many turnovers because hopefully he won't be under as much pressure. I mean, it should be a lot better. We'll see how that all plays out. And Darnold, Darnold is solid with McCaffrey, too. Yeah, like, he, he was playing a lot better with him, for sure. Um, but again, I just like need to see it to believe it first. I don't hope you guys go 3-14 and 14 by any means, but I just like... If I had to put my name behind it, I would I would say and that. And if you do, you get a quarterback next year. Yeah. It's a good quarterback yeah. class. Yeah. Like, I think it, you guys, what I think is you guys are one solid, like one more really solid secondary piece with Stephon Gilmore being on. Honestly, ever since Bradbury left, you guys have kind of needed like one more really good corner, one more really good receiver and your quarterback, and you guys are fucking rolling. But the hope is we have Dante, we have CJ Henderson. 
Yeah, hopefully CJ works CJ, out. CJ, yeah. CJ and JC hopefully both work out. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I was completely forgetting about JC. You guys don't really need another corner. All right, last one, last conference. We're going to the NFC West. Let's start with... This is going to be a really competitive conference um, between the two. It's very top-heavy, as you say. It's not really competitive. It's not as deep as it was the past few years. Um, this is going to be a little controversial, so let's just get right to it. Let's go to the Cardinals. Sorry if you can hear barking in the background for the audience. Um, hold on, I'm going to pause it really quick. <laughs> that dog needs to shut up. Oh. All right, we're back. All right, we're doing the Cardinals first. Um, NFC West, if you didn't hear it. Uh, the dog shut up. So, Cardinals, I <laughs> I don't think they're going to be very good this year. I really don't like that DeAndre Hopkins is suspended for the first six weeks. I really think that hurts them. I also just don't like their schedule. They have a really fucking brutal schedule. Um, I was really low on them last year, and it bit me in the ass for the first 11 weeks, and then they totally collapsed at the end of the year. I could see something happening this year. Um, I'm going to shut up now, though. I have them going 4-13. and 13. What about you guys? I have them going 7-10. and 10. I have 6-11. So we're all pretty low. I'm obviously the lowest. Uh, I only have them beating Carolina week 4. Oh, shit. I have them beating Minnesota week 8. And then I have them beating Atlanta week 17. Wait, you I'm missing one. Seattle? Oh, and Seattle. Yeah. And Seattle. Yeah. But I have them splitting with Seattle, I think. If I'm not mistaken. Wait. Yeah, I have them splitting with Seattle, so I have Seattle stealing one off of them. What about you guys? I'm gonna close this window. Um, I got six and eleven. They kind of like you said, DeAndre's is suspended through the first six weeks. Um, that could make a difference in the Carolina or Seattle games. I don't think it will. I think they win both those games. Um, I think Seattle's gonna be terrible this season. I got them winning that game week nine. I'm taking one against San Francisco, one against New England. Oh, you haven't beaten San Francisco in one? Just one time, yeah. I also have them beating uh, San Francisco in week 11. Yeah, I did too. I just think later in the season, or midway through the season, you got Hopkins back for a few weeks. Hopefully he's still healthy at that point. Trey Lance, obviously still a big question mark. I think he'll be good, but I think they won one of those games. I also think they beat... Uh... Actually, never mind. Who's week 17? Is it Atlanta? Atlanta, yeah. Yeah, they won that game, too. Yeah, they'll, they'll win that game. But, I mean, they've got a brutal schedule. Like, playing the Chargers, playing... Obviously, their conference isn't easy between San Francisco and the Rams twice. I haven't been swept both times there. But, I mean, they play Philly. They play Las Vegas. They play the Chiefs. They play New Orleans. They play New England. They play Denver. They play Tampa Bay. Like, that's just brutal. Like, those eight it's games... A, it's a hard seven, schedule. It's, I just can't see a way to beat, beat those teams. Anyways, let's move on to the Rams. The Rams. I have the Rams going 11-6 and six and tying for first with the Niners in the NFC West. Um, right off the bat, they play Buffalo. That's going to be fucking brutal. But, I mean, I have them splitting with San Francisco. I have them sweeping Arizona and the Seahawks. Um, what do you guys have them going? What's I have them going 13-4. I got 15 and 2. I think 15 and 2. It's a little aggressive. I don't think they'll win 15 games, but just looking at the schedule, uh, I think they lose that Buffalo game. I think they drop one of the Niners because the Niners kind of just have their number every season for some reason. But other than that, there's a lot of winnable games on the schedule. And I think with the addition. Are you pausing it? So Cole has the Rams going 15 and 2. That's yeah, so how the Rams going 15 and 2. <laughs> there's games. I think they dropped the Buffalo game. I think they dropped one to the Niners. 
like I said, the Niners every season seem to take one. I think they beat them twice last year, right? In yeah. the regular season. Yeah. Um, I love the Allen Robinson signing. Bobby Wagner signing is great. They still have a great defense. Offense is stacked, obviously. Um, 15 games will be insane if they manage to win that many, but I think they have a pretty winnable schedule. So who are the two teams you have beating them? Buffalo and who else? Buffalo and San Francisco. Damn, that's it? Yeah, but I mean, so you I, have I could beat in Kansas City. I Tampa. could easily see, I could easily see like the Chargers taking one. Kansas City could take one. Tampa could take one. So I think their floor would be like maybe 11, yeah. 11 wins. Yeah, I mean, no, honestly, I'm looking at what I put, and you're basically describing their floor. Like yeah. I basically have their floor. Yeah, yeah. They just have so much talent. Yeah. What do you guys think about the? Let's talk about the Robinson signing for a second, because I think people are completely overlooking it. I think that he's going to be so damn good for that team, just because I think he fits Matthew Stafford really well. Um, he's a veteran. He's done it for a while. He knows a lot about the game, um, and he's got this sticky-ass fucking hands. If he can just stay healthy, uh, I think that's going to be a really good duo. I think him and Cooper Cup are going to be like absolutely unstoppable together. I mean, it's by far the best quarterback he's ever played with by, by such a large margin. Yeah. I like Fields, but obviously Robinson was injured either. last year. Fields is still a rookie. Didn't have the greatest rookie season, but it's by far the best quarterback. Not as much pressure. He's the wide receiver, too, on that team. It's a winning team and a winning culture. He's going to be so much more motivated to play well. I mean, you look at what Odell did in that wide receiver, two position last year. Robinson is... I mean, I, you could argue Robinson's better than Odell. I, I would argue that. Just based off recent history. Yeah. I mean, Odell, everyone thought, not everyone, but a lot They're of people very thought, similar. a lot of people thought Odell was washed coming off his yeah. last season or injury prone. You could say the same thing about Robinson and they played with Stafford for what, half a season and now everyone's very high on him, very bullish. It's like, I think the same thing's going to happen. I They're, think Robinson's they're both out. very good route runners. I mean, OBJ's faster, but Robinson's bigger and he's arguably better in contested catches. And then, yeah. And then you lose, you lose Von Miller and you bring in Bobby Wagner. It's like another great replacement. Yeah. 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 I do think that the Darius Williams um, losing them losing him to Jacksonville is a bigger deal than than uh, people are realizing. What do you think about the Rams? Uh, the Rams, I have thirteen and four. Uh, I think they're so who are the four who are the four teams you have them losing to? I have them losing to Dallas, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, and the Chargers. Dallas. I think Damn. Dallas is going to be very good. Really? Yeah. Do you think they're going to be better than the Eagles? That's a different conversation for a no. different day, but no. So you, I, so you really think the Eagles are gonna be good? I think the Eagles are gonna be great. Yeah. Hell yeah. What about um, I'm I'm looking at that that Denver game week. What what is that? Week sixteen. Yeah. What what do you guys have there? I have the Rams killing. So you guys. Yeah, I have the Rams winning. Yeah. That's a good matchup though. Uh, I think the Broncos are gonna be competitive in basically every game. Yeah, I, I think so too. All right. Let's move on to these last two teams of the NFC West. Let's talk about the Seahawks just really quickly. Um, this team's going to be fucking awful. I mean, I, I'm going 2-15. I have no expectations. I think they lose every single game of the season. I was looking at the schedule. There's a couple games I could see them taking. But just looking at the teams. Wait, are you playing, actually haven't going to I'm, I'm going to 17 I don't even – I don't have the teams on here because I just looked through the schedule and couldn't think of a team that I realistically see them beating. But – yeah, I mean, they play, like, they could beat, like, Detroit. They could beat Atlanta. I mean, there's team, there's winnable games for sure. But it's, like, your starting cornerback is going to be Drew Locke or Geno Smith. And, and the roster's so bad. And they have good weapons. They have Tyler Lockett. They have DK. And Kenneth Murray. They got Kenneth Not Kenneth Murray. Yeah, Kenneth Walker. Or Kenneth Walker, sorry. And Rashad Penny looked good last year. But, I mean, once again, it's another team where you don't know you're going to get in Drew Locke. Geno Smith, you know you're going to get the most average quarterback ever. Yeah. 
on defense, you have no one. You got you have Jamal Adams. Adams. That's it. Yeah. I mean, he's a Jamal Adams that doesn't want to play. Yeah. No, you, you, so, so you have a horrible defense and a questionable quarterback. I, I realistically, if they lose every single of the game of the season, I would be surprised if they don't take at least one or two. But right now, zero seventeen. I have Seattle beating Detroit, Giants, and Jets. Three and fourteen. Three and fourteen. Yeah, I have them two and fifteen. I have them beating Carolina and Arizona, and they could maybe sneak one from the Jets or the Giants. But realistically, I think those teams are kind of just more talented like roster wise i think i think they're better and i think they should lose those games let's move on to the niners before we wrap up things here i have them going 11 and 6 tying for first with the nfc west with the rams i don't know how that would break down but that's again a conversation for another day what do you guys i'm going i have them going 10 and 7 i got 10 and 7 as well so we're very we're all feeling very similar about the Niners yeah I think again the Niners are one of those teams I think so much just depends on Jimmy G and Trey Lance and whatever happens there but I'm kind of just going with the assumption that Kyle Shanahan is going to be great and they're going to find a quarterback they're going to go with whatever quarterback they think that can manage their game better and just not fuck up for them um and it's a very quarterback-friendly system. So I think I think they're going to be able to it's do that. It's extremely quarterback-friendly. And you look at last season, you have Jimmy G, who's insanely average. He's relatively accurate. He can make the short passes to like Debo or Kittle and have some good yak plays. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you don't have to have a great quarterback. No. And if Trey Lance is as good as people are saying he has been in this offseason, and if he adds a mobile threat to that offense and can throw short, accurate passes, then that could be a great offense. Yeah. What do you, uh, let's start with Reese about this question because this is like a question I definitely want to talk about with this team. Uh, what do you think is going to be, how different do you think this team is going to be if Debo Samuel's not there? I mean, it's going to be like night and day. I mean, Debo played a role that no one else on the team can play. Yeah, no. And he, he, he covered so much workload for that team rushing when Mostert was not there. How many wins do you think he costs him if he doesn't play? You have him going 10 and 7. Right? I have him going 10 and 7. I think. I could scratch five off those wins. Really? I think so. I think he's that good of a player. I'm still not sold on Brandon Ayuk, so. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, yeah. I, and, and George Kittle's injury prone. I mean, he was injured last year. So I don't want to bet on George Kittle, but he's going to be great. Brandon Ayuk is not great. What about you? I like Brandon Ayuk personally. I think last year he was very inconsistent, obviously. No, I mean with Debo. Oh, Diva? Yeah, like how how he's huge, obviously. He, I mean, like they how don't many have... wins do you think he costs him if he's not playing? I have to look at the schedule. Maybe three or four. Uh, like they're, they're, I it's he's it's serious. Like losing him, you don't have great receiver depth in the first place. Like you guys are saying, Ayuk is kind of a question mark. He he's shown great flashes, but last year there was like character concerns at the beginning of the season. He was obviously re- relatively inconsistent. I would agree that Kittle was pretty injury prone. You have quarterback question marks. If you lose Debo, very little depth at wide receiver your tight end obviously has injury history running backs have injury history like that's multiple games you can lose yeah no i just i think so much of that offense goes through him and his just fucking insane diversity to do whatever the hell they ask of him um and i also just have so much faith in kyle shanahan i think he's such a genius um i think he's gonna end up um splitting with the rams who i think are gonna be phenomenal I want to talk about just a couple games before we wrap up things here. Let's go. I'm looking at Miami. Um, this is something that I was really going back and forth on. 
Um, I can literally see my like 10 erase marks when I was going through this one because I think these staffs just know each other so well and they're so similar set up as teams because they're so goddamn talented on offense and defense but I think that they just have so many questions at quarterbacks that I could see that going a lot of ways. What do you guys have there? I have the 49ers taking that one. I do too. I have the Niners winning, but thinking about it now, I could see multiple scenarios where Miami takes that game. I think Miami's <clears throat> Miami's a throw-up, you know? I mean, Tua's... He might have an insane season. Tua's if he still, does, he might if he does then season. Miami's going to have an insane season. That's, exactly. I was getting to the point, Miami's a wild card for me. Yeah, yeah I mean... You you had to do like Tyree Kill. You got Waddle last year. Those are both players you can dump the ball off some five ten yards down the field, and they can make plays. They're yeah, just absolutely. both so damn fast. I would not be shocked if Miami takes that division. No, it wouldn't be entire. I mean, I would kind of would be shocked over Buffalo. Over Buffalo, yes. Yeah. But the weapons. They, I think they they easily could get second. But they have easily. the weapons to do it. Is the thing. It just not uh, not. I, I just think Josh Allen is still miles ahead of Tua. Yeah. You have con- continuity at coach. You have a great defense. Two I mean, would have to break out like beyond I'd ever like expect. The thing is, you know too, I, mean? I like I like the Mike McDaniel's pairing with Tua as well because I'd say Jimmy G is also a limited quarterback like Tua is limited arm, pretty accurate. Both of them are relatively mobile. I mean, they're they're similar players in my eyes, and I think McDaniel, especially with players like you have Tyreek there, you have Waddle, you have Giaseki, like, and you have a lot of running backs, like a lot of running back depth. I think with all those weapons on offense, they could be a really solid team. I mean, just imagine if they have Brady right now. And, and Miami too. and Miami has a superstar in Javon Holland. Yeah. He had an amazing rookie season. I mean, they, so. their defense is fucking loaded. And the, shoot, like, they got seriously. Xavier and Howard, Byron Jones. I mean, that team is really good. It's, it's, a, really, like, yeah, it's a really good team. So week, week 13, 49ers, Miami. I don't know. It's I've been winning it, but it could go either way. I mean, it's interesting way. to talk about. Because, again, like the Miami's just... They're so fucking talented. 49ers with Debo, it's a win. Without Debo, I think it's a loss. Yeah. And I, I, th- I think that's I think that's where I'm at. Yeah, that, that's a great way to put it. That's I mean, it's I, it's also just like, when is this stuff with Debo going to happen? Like, when are we going to actually know? But with, with Debo, I think I think Debo to the 49ers, losing him would be like the Chiefs losing the home for, for a game. I think he's yeah, that no, important he's that, that yeah. offense. No, that's honestly... It's like, like losing a quarterback. That's not crazy. That's not crazy. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Um... Last game I want to talk about before we wrap things up here. Um, dogs be barking and shit. Uh, they play the Chargers in the middle of the schedule right there. What do you guys have going there? Week 8, or not week 8, sorry. Week 10. I have the Chargers uh, winning that one. I do too. Yeah, I'm a big Chargers win. Uh, I, I don't think the Niners secondary is great, and I think Herbert, Herbert is a top three quarterback. Yeah. In okay. my eyes. Actually, so. for real, for real this time, last one, because I just saw one more that I kind of want to talk about before we go. Week 17, Vegas. What do you guys have there? I have the 49ers taking that one. Okay. I've got Vegas winning. Uh, Yeah, I've got Vegas winning that one. Perfect. All right. Well, that is four whole-ass conferences for you guys. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed being yeah, here. It's fun. Hopefully Appreciate it, you having us on. Hopefully it wasn't too much work. Um, that's going to be it for me. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Professional Sports Talk. If you did, be sure to follow my Instagram at Professional Sports Talk. Uh, follow this account. Share it with your friends and family. I appreciate every single one of you guys. And peace out. Lit. Thanks, guys. Lit. Yeah.